Hi friends, welcome to Happily Even After. I'm Life Coach Jen, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids and one amazing son-in-law, a home decorator, a remodeler, a shopper, a scrabbler, and a snuggler. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly the relationship you have with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you live happily, even after some of life's greatest challenges. Hey friends, welcome to today's podcast. If you are listening to this on Monday, it's President's Day and your kids are out of school. So maybe you are listening, maybe you're not. But anyways, it's my favorite weekend because yesterday was my birthday and I don't know, having a birthday on Sunday isn't ideal, but I'm so grateful to be alive and because not everyone gets to celebrate their birthday. And so I'm excited to be here and talk to you about this interesting topic. And the topic that I'm talking about today is living in the land of miserable maybe and I don't know. And I'm guessing some of you can relate to this and maybe some of you can't. But what it is, if you find yourself saying I don't know and avoiding making decisions, this podcast is for you. I think a lot of times we get stuck in deciding because we think that there's a right or wrong choice, and sometimes there's not. And if you want to be more empowered in your life, then this is a problem for you because you can't be empowered when you are stuck in, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. It's like lack of confidence, I think, lack of willingness to be wrong, make a wrong decision. And I think when we make it right or wrong, that puts a lot of pressure on us because many times there isn't a right or wrong decision. There might be a little better decision or we just put a lot of weight on it. And so then we get stuck and spin. But what I found, especially being divorced, I'm a single mom I'm a single woman. I have to make lots of decisions just on my own. And one thing that I didn't necessarily realize about myself that I have discovered about myself is that I'm actually a pretty quick decision maker. I don't spend a lot of time, you know, I have a brother, I won't say his name. He will spend months researching cars. Um, Me, I spent about a day and I went to the car dealership and... I was like, oh, I like this car and I bought it. And so I didn't really, I'm like, I like Nissans. I think they're good cars. I like this particular, the Nissan Rogue is the one I ended up buying several months ago. But he just spends a lot of time with certain things. And I'm not saying that is the wrong way to do it, but getting your back and having confidence and knowing what you like And what you want and going after it, I think, is much more empowerment and you won't be spinning in the land of miserable maybe because that is a miserable place to be. I don't know if you've ever had a party and usually I like to send evites and there's the option of, yes, I'm going to the party. No, I'm not going to the party and maybe I'm going to the party And as the person hosting the party, when you get some yeses and nos and a lot of maybes, that is really hard, right? Because it's like, okay, do I think the maybes are going to turn into yeses or nos? 
So you either buy too much food or not enough, and you have a lot more people show up than you think. And so I realize sometimes you don't know, and you want to let them know like, hey, I'm thinking about it, but maybe is just such a, it's very noncommittal. So if you find you're a maybe person, maybe look and analyze, like, do I struggle with commitment? Why, you know, am I just too busy in my life that I have 10 things on the same day all the time? And maybe decide, like, do I like that about me? Do I want to make my life not so busy? Because busyness is a whole other issue that maybe we'll talk about someday. But women, especially, we're always busy, right? And that means we're avoiding feeling and doing other things. So anyways, so I just think that is a good example of, you know, how maybe, because I think sometimes that's kind of the lazy part of our brain like we don't want to commit, we don't want to decide, so we're just going to say maybe. And I think, you know, just anything in your life, making the decision to get divorced. Now, I realize that going to a party and getting divorced are totally different. But many times, I know I, it took me, I think, from the first time I filed from divorce to when I actually got divorced was five years So I'm not telling you that decision, it carried a lot more weight for me. Because remember, if you listened to last week's podcast or a few weeks ago podcast, I talked about pretty little thoughts. And I had the thought of families are forever. And it was really hard for me to decide, like, no, I'm going to get divorced. But honestly, the moment of decision to when we got divorced was like, six weeks. And so it happened fast. Once I knew, I knew and we were divorced. And so sometimes it does take some time to make a decision, especially when it carries weight on other people's lives, on your children, your lifestyle, all the things. Maybe you need to spend more time on that decision. But I find that in general, We are spending a lot of wasted energy on making a decision and knowing what we want. A lot of times we, instead of making our decision, we want to ask everyone else. We ask our brother, our kids, our neighbor, a friend from high school, what they would do. Instead of Going inward, we decide, okay, I can't make the decision, so I'm going to ask everyone else. And guess what? Chances are you get lots of different opinions, right? And so then you get confused anymore because they're not you, so they don't even know the full gravity of your decision, and especially when it's a big decision. Or should I switch jobs? So let me decide my employment by what everyone else says to me, right? Now, sometimes it is good to talk to someone else. But those people are not neutral. They have skin in the game, right? And so they're going to base their decision, what they're telling you, on their thoughts and feelings. So I think it's always helpful to have a coach because they're a neutral person in your life or a therapist, and they're going to be able to help you sort out your thoughts and help you uncover, you know, what you're worried about and the real issues as opposed to asking your brother, your mom, your dad. 
instead of doing that, we need to go inward and figure out what do we want. Because otherwise, then we're making a decision, well, my brother told me to get the car. And then you end up getting it and you hate it. And then guess what? You get to blame your brother. Not really, but that's what our brain wants to do, right? It wasn't his fault. He just mentioned, yeah, I really like the Nissan Rogue. And then you buy it and hate it. And that's not, I just made that up, but because I really like my Nissan Rogue actually, but you get what I'm trying to say, right? And so just be careful when you ask for other people's opinions for you to make your decision. So sometimes there may be things in your life that you're really good at making a decision about. So pay attention. What are you thinking? Why is it easy for you to make a decision about what car to buy or what to wear or what school to go to? Why are those decisions easy? Maybe you made them ahead of time. I think, you know, back in the day, and I know I taught my kids this, like, make decisions ahead of time that when someone asks you to drink alcohol, that you're going to already know the answer is no, right? And so it was easy because you already made the decision. So maybe that's a good way for you to go. Hey, maybe I should make the decision about certain things ahead of time. But I'm guessing most of us decided if my spouse ever has an affair, we're going to immediately get divorced. Well, that sounds great, right? That feels like a good decision, except for when you're in it and you have babies and you have kids and you have assets and all the things, right? It becomes a much more complicated decision. So I'm not just saying that all decisions are easy or complicated, but when we start telling our brain, I don't know, then Our brain doesn't give us any solutions because there's a million solutions and ideas and but it shuts off our ability to get creative and have other thoughts and get inspiration. The moment we tell our brain, I don't know, it shuts off and start stops looking for solutions. So I would encourage you, even if you say the thought, I don't know yet, but I'm going to figure it out. Something like that will still help your brain continue looking for ideas or thoughts or solutions. And so I think that is really important. It helps you get a little bit more curious and helps you make a decision, especially when it's something like divorce. Now, what am I going to wear today? That doesn't have anything, you know, nothing bad's going to happen with your choice of what you're going to wear today, right? But sometimes start with those little decisions and get good at those. Like, I'm really good. I know what colors I like, what things I like. I can look at paint colors and decide I like that one, that one, and that one. And every now and again, if I've had something getting painted in my house, I choose a color and they paint it. And I'm like, oh, uh, okay, I don't really like that. But I'm at least a lot closer than I was. So sometimes you have to experiment with a decision. And especially when it's like paint, you can just paint right over it, right? It's not a life or death, you know, a huge decision. And so practice with those little decisions and don't get stuck in the miserable maybe and the I don't knows. For those that are divorced or widowed, I challenge you to practice figuring out what you like because I think a lot of women are like, well, they default to what their husband liked. 
or what he liked to do. And I don't know why we do this as women. Not all of us do this, but many of us do. We default to what their preferences are. But now that you don't have a husband anymore, decide what do you like? What do you want your home to feel like? What do you want to do with your extra time? Where do you want to travel? Like figure out what you like instead of defaulting. And I know a lot of women get paralyzed in this because they're not used to making those decisions. But I promise you, as you get confidence, as you practice, you're going to figure out how you want your life to look, how you want to be a mother, how you want to parent, how you want to live your life without your default brain going to, oh, I have to ask someone else's opinion because my opinion doesn't carry as much weight as someone else's. So I would challenge you to find out, look at your life, where in your life is it easy for you to make a decision? And then practice finding things that are harder for you to make a decision and practice. Practice saying, okay, I'm going to give myself 24 hours. I'm going to give myself five days to make this decision. Give yourself some deadlines because I think our brain will start getting creative. Write down, I'm going to write 100 ideas on the paper before I make a decision and just force yourself to do that. Write all those ideas down and you're going to get better at making decisions. And I promise that's going to help you in your life and all aspects of your life instead of getting stuck in the I don't know. Because we all really know if we look inside, we all know there's something, even if it just sparks something, just a tiny bit of something, just a preference, and you can't even explain to anyone why you're choosing that, it doesn't matter. You don't need to explain to anyone why you're choosing it. Just choose it and go down that path and see how that goes. Hopefully this was helpful. I would love to hear your ideas on topics that I can talk about in my podcast. So send me an email or a message on Instagram. I'd love to talk to you and get your thoughts and opinions. Have a beautiful day. If you want to learn how to live happily even after, sign up for my email at hello at lifecoachjenwith1n.com. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at happily even after coach. Let's work together to create your happily even after.